Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their world. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, along with Ron Price. So good to see you today, Ron. Dale, I always enjoy spending time with you. These are fun conversations. So today we're talking about this idea that we just don't think enough. And I immediately, I immediately go to a conversation. I'm looking around for my phone right now and it's not near me. So I was gonna hold my phone up and say that I was in a conversation with some folks and we were talking about this idea that we don't know things like we used to know things, uh, geography and history, because we're so conditioned that anytime I need to know something, I can just go to the phone. And the the idea of, cl- we were talking about classical education and how knowing history and, and the great works, um, it used to be something that we we spent time talking to our parents about, and it was rich conversation. It's, uh, I don't know. Let me look it up. Yeah. So I that's just, our topic today. Yeah. And, and your comment about that, I just finished a little while ago reading The Tale of Two Cities again by Charles Dickens. And that book goes on, and it's not like quite war and peace, but it goes on for a long time. And the effect of coming back to something over and over and over again and reflecting on it is that it sinks deeper into you and it changes your mindset or your framework of things. So the reality, Dale, is I think that we probably think more than ever before, but about too many things and not deep enough about the things that matter most. We are so easily distracted and entertained by all of this superficial stuff that we don't spend enough time going deep and really thinking about the things that matter most. It was fascinating because I, I want to dive in and um, you you sat me down years ago. I don't even know if you remember this. Um, it was probably 2003, 2004. I mean, it was that long ago. And I was dealing with some career decisions. And you you went to a whiteboard and you drew three concentric circles and and stepped me through a process and led me to understand how to focus on what's important to your to your standpoint so hopefully we'll we'll be able to talk through that and you can explain that and take that story to the next level but does what's the impact on leadership when we talk about this paradox of we probably thinking more than we have but it's not necessarily about the right things Well, one of the big jobs of leaders is to think clearly so that they can make good decisions, so that they come up with the most appropriate ways of solving problems, so they can create, as our friend Evans Baia is fond of saying, so they can create a beautiful future, so that they keep learning and adding to their capacity for thinking. So it's really important, especially as you're a a leader in an organization, the decisions that you make and the way you think has a ripple effect that goes throughout the organization. And if you take a moment to think about it, it doesn't just impact your employees or your customers. It impacts their families, your employees' families, your customers' families. It impacts your suppliers and their families. I mean, the decisions, I think if we recognized the long-term impact of the decisions that we made, we would really be scared to death. <laughs> and, and obviously some people 
as leaders have a tendency to make decisions fast and then pivot. So they just keep, when they realize that a decision they made wasn't as close to perfect as they want, they just keep changing it. Of course, that can cause a sense of chaos and confusion and frustration for the people around them. Other people tend to make decisions too cautiously. They, they are scared of the impact and they overvalue the impact of their decisions. So they wait too long and they miss some great opportunities and they frustrate the people around them because there seems to be a lack of conviction, a lack of direction. So boy, th the way that we think as leaders is it's not everything but I think it, when you're the leader of an organization, it's the first thing. Hmm. So what are some of the tools? What are some ways that we can start to think more deeply? I think the first and the most important thing is we've got to learn how to set aside time for thinking more deeply. One of the stories that really impacted me was uh, Albert Einstein. He would, there was a period in his life uh, about a year, year and a half, where he would take these long walks during the day. And uh, I think it's quite obvious that he didn't have a smartphone, so he wasn't listening to podcasts, or he wasn't listening to books on Audible, and he didn't have um, anything but his mind. And he would walk, and he would think, and during that year, after those walks where he would just immerse himself in deep thinking on one particular topic, he would come back to his lab and he would start writing. And as a consequence, he wrote four papers during that year. Dale, those four papers were pretty much the sum total of all his contributions to science for the rest of his life. It's so amazing. We think of him as one inve invention after the other, after the other, after the other. But well, of course, first of all, he was a theoretical physicist. But it was one year of thinking that created virtually over 90% of everything that he contributed to the understanding of mankind. That's, that's an amazing expression of deep thinking. So how did he do it? Well, he set aside time. And, and one of the biggest things I wish I could give to leaders is the courage to really set aside time for thinking that they are not going to let anything else get in the way. You know, we've talked about it before. This was a pivotal discovery in my journey when I began to realize that I had to own that time. I had to take that time and grab it and own it and protect it. It was back in the late 70s that I first realized this, and I started coming into work 30 minutes early saying that was going to be my thinking time, that 30 minutes. And over the years, it's grown or it's shrunk. It's depending on the circumstances. But I can't tell you in my later years how much more valuable I see that it is. And I look back on my lifetime because I'm toward the end of my career. And I realize it was that thinking time that had such an impact on everything else that happened after it. So the first thing is you really need to set aside the time. And how do you use that time? Some of us use it for journaling. Some of us use it for praying. You might use it for meditating, but these are all examples of thinking. So there, there are two big things that I do to try to go deeper in my thinking. The first thing I do is I listen to other thought leaders in the areas of expertise that I'm interested in. So I make it a disciplined practice of reading 
or listening to or following thought leaders in the area that I want to think deeper in. And I, I do that religiously. It's I'm going to spend three hours a week reading or listening to thought leaders, and then I try to capture their main ideas. So I keep a journal where I capture for Peter Drucker, these are his main five ideas around being an effective executive. For Frances Hesselbein, these are her four key ideas for leading an organization. I try to, I try to burn that into my memory, not everything they've written, but what the main ideas are. The second big thing that I do is that I journal about what I'm trying to accomplish. So I journal around. I've worked for years and years and years around having a very clear purpose for my life. And then I'm going to make a little distinction here, but I go from purpose to mission. My mission is how I make my purpose relevant to the current context. And I have that written, and I read that every day. And I ponder it. And sometimes I add to it. Sometimes I take away from it. It's a living document that I keep working with. And then based on that, I have my values and my vision and then my goals. And these are all things that help me to go deeper. And because I keep looking at them and reading them as a discipline over and over and over again, they take me deeper. And then those are the first two things. The third thing that I do is I try to follow Albert Einstein's advice. I take walks and don't listen to anything. Now, sometimes I take walks and listen to podcasts or books on Audible, but I intentionally take walks where I have no distractions and I'm just focused on going deeper in my thinking about a particular problem or a particular area that I want to have an impact on. There are a number of questions that are burning. So I'm going to start with the idea of the urgent versus the important and how that drives us um, and, it's, and why it probably keeps looking at myself, I think, okay, if I'm going to spend time doing something, I want to see an immediate tangible result. And when it comes to thinking and setting aside time thinking, we don't necessarily see the immediate tangible result. And so that's part of the switch and the challenge that I'm hearing from you is to accept that and dive deep and engage in the struggle. Yeah, now there's some days where the urgent is weighing on me, and so every time I think of something that needs to be done while I'm going through my thinking exercise, I capture it over in my to-do list. Or I might have an idea that I'm going to want to pursue later. I have an ideas list. I'm, one of the things I'm continuing to work on is how can I become a better manager of ideas. So I get rid of those things so I can come back to the important, not the urgent because I think spending time in what is important and not urgent is how you create a beautiful future. I never know where it's going to lead me to, so I'm not trying to say that by doing that you get all the answers and you have a perfect pathway, but you, you are going deeper and you begin to experience a richer uh, part of life. You begin to experience a richer way of thinking. Now, this is a whole other topic. Maybe we will talk about it in another podcast, but I'm talking today about intentional thinking about consciousness, because there's a whole lot of thinking going on in our brain that we're not even aware of. As a matter of fact, um, neuroscientists think that the vast majority of our thinking is invisible to us. So I'm talking about the part of our thinking that is visible to us, and it's one of the ways that I stimulate that thinking that is not visible to me. Let's talk about the how easy it is to be distracted. You touched on it, and you've got some tools that you use to... You know, I'll call them parking lots, got an idea. Um, but 
what are some other ways that you deal with the distractions to keep you on task as you're investing this time? And specifically, I'm thinking about, you know, going on the walks or when you're even when you're reading and, and you're sitting there reading text and all of a sudden I found that my brain is somewhere else completely and I have no idea what the entire page is that, that I just yeah. read. Yeah, I think that can happen to all of us. Well, I will tell you that meditation is a way to discipline your mind, to discipline your thoughts. And if you develop a practice of meditation, it often gives you more ability to ignore distractions uh, or to recover from them more quickly. Um, but for me, it's been a combination of getting rid of those things by getting them captured somewhere. So I know I can always go back to them later. So I don't have to pay attention to them now. And then where I find it happens more often for me is when I'm reading, I will start thinking about something else. Honestly, I go back and start over. If it's something I know I, sh I really want to pay. So for me, reading the Bible, is something I do as a discipline every day, I read four chapters every morning, and by doing that, I can read through the Old Testament once a year and the New Testament twice a year. And I, I might read several paragraphs and realize my mind was somewhere else. I just go back and start over. I just say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... And I will confess there sometimes I've had to do that three or four times. It's okay, but You're it's not part, of how you, part of how you build the discipline for doing that. And um, I, the reason I read four different chapters and they're in different places of the Bible is that I found that makes it easier for me to maintain my focus because I'm reading four different interesting stories each time. For instance, this morning I was reading in 1 Kings about Elijah, and that's an interesting story. And then I was reading a psalm, and the psalms are interesting because they're more like poetry. And then I read in... Um, Ezekiel, which is a fascinating, oh, I just started reading Daniel today, and that's a, another great, so if I read a little bit of these different stories, they help me to maintain my focus more, because I'm not just staying in one place and sort of getting bored with it. I, you know, I, you got to figure out what works for you, but the point is you have to read. You know, I don't literally believe this statement is true, but I found it to be an interesting statement by George Bernard Shaw. He said, 2% of people think 3% of people think they think, and 95% of people would rather die than think. <laughs> now, I don't believe that's literally true, but I th he's talking about thinking deeply. He's talking about actually building your muscles to think deeper. And the point I'm making, Dale, is that if we want to be better leaders, we have to build this into our discipline. We have to build it into our practices, our regimen. We need to build habits around this because it changes everything else that we do. It changes what we decide to focus on. It changes how we spend our day. It changes how we interact with people. It changes how we relate to our family. It changes every other part of our life when we learn how to think more deeply. One more tactical question um, that I, people ask and that's the, the specific idea you talked about writing, journaling, ca capturing ideas. How much of that is handwritten versus in some type of digital format on a keyboard, on a phone? I know I, I'm not remembering exactly the research, but there was some research that talked about the importance of handwriting and what yeah. it does for us. So 
And your experiments, and I think this is probably another area where each person needs to experiment to find what's best for her or him, but what have you found? Well, I have seen that research that when you actually write out your journaling, it, 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 it engages your mind in a different way and it goes deeper. And I'm doing a little bit of both right now. The, the reason I, I, I like to use my iPad, I'm an Apple fan, so I like to use my iPad for a lot of my journaling because I can do it faster. I can get more done. It's slower when you write when you write it out longhand. But then I have another journal where I'm focused very specifically on my spiritual development. And in that journal, I write it all, all out longhand. So I do a little bit of both. I don't know that I observe that difference in the way my mind uh, behaves between the two of them. But I trust the research. And so I try to blend the two together. So uh, let's, let's summarize, and I'll do my best to capture this and, and depend on you to fill in the blanks. But as we, we talk about this idea of thinking deeper, it is critical, probably the number one thing that leaders need to do. And it starts with creating a habit, a daily habit of setting time aside. And in that habit creation, it's about identifying things that are going to work for you as an individual, but you want to explore the ideas, look for other thought leaders, listen to other thought leaders in the area, read other thought leaders. In addition to that, spending some time in just stillness and quiet, the walk, the shower. I mean, you always hear of ideas coming to people when they're not engaged in the hustle and bustle of everyday life, it is that idea came in the, sh in the shower or on the walk. And so um, it's important to, f to set the time aside is the, is the moral of the story today for this podcast and experiment and find what works best for you. But critical thinking, deep thinking is important for leaders. Yeah, I absolutely. You're right. And the leader who tells me I can't do that because I have too much responsibility, I'm going to tell them that there are things you're doing that you shouldn't be doing mm -hmm. because you can't be the leader that you're capable of being if you don't take time for deep thinking. So mm -hmm. I'm sympathetic to the fact that they feel they don't have the time, but I'm telling them you've got to win that battle. You have got to learn how to create that time for yourself or you will never become who you should become as a leader. Fantastic advice. That is uh, something good for us to work on. Ron Price, uh, folks want to reach out to you. The email address, ron at price-associates.com is the email address. You can find this content and so much more around leadership at thecompleteleader.org. That's T-H-E complete c-o-m-p-l-e-t-e -E, leader l-e-a-d-e-r dot o-r-g the complete leader dot org is the website we would love to have you uh stop into the website and take a look at the resources where are we at right now in the library how many how many pieces of leadership content are there i believe we now have over 800 pieces of leadership content it's videos and podcasts like this one and coaching guides and blogs and articles and we keep adding to it every, well, every month, probably every week, I, we actually, we're adding things to it. And we've, made, we've turned it into not just a website, but a community. We really want to give opportunities for people to engage. And so we have a lot of activities, live events that are taking place virtually each month. So um, 
Dale, you know my heart, my desire is to change the world, and I believe the way I can change the world is by helping to grow great leaders. And we want to invite people to be a part of that. So that uh, tees us up for our next conversation, which is also about thinking. Give us a little idea of what's to come. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to create uh, or talk more about creating some more diversity of thinking skills. I, I want to eventually, I want to talk about uh, how we move things from the unconscious or the non-conscious into the conscious, how we expand our consciousness I want to talk about critical thinking skills, creative thinking skills. There are a lot of conversations I hope we get to have around becoming wonderful thinkers. Becoming part of those 2% of people who actually think according to George Bernard Shaw. (laughs) Ron Price, this is the Complete Leader Podcast. Everything you need to become a high-performing leader. We would appreciate if you would rate and review this podcast if you're listening on a podcast player. If you're watching this on YouTube, be sure and uh, leave us a comment. Subscribe to the channel and... Um, give us a thumbs up. Hopefully we have earned that from you. We would appreciate it. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org.